brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. First this morning, we continue our look at the legacies of Monroe County Schools. After 25 years with the district, Assistant Superintendent Jackson Daniel is stepping down this summer. MPTV's Maddie Franklin sat down with Mr. Daniel to look back at his career and to find out what's next. Hey guys, I'm Maddie and today I'm here with Mr. Daniel to talk about his retirement from the Board of Education. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. That's great. What is your favorite moment from your career? Oh, there have been lots of favorite moments. Um, I think working with the people that uh, I get to work with has been a collective favorite moment. I think probably one of the biggest things that I will take with me in retirement is uh, opening the Fine Arts Center and being able to work with it over the past few years to uh, meet some of the performers that come through to see our students from all of our schools really grasp the opportunity to be on the stage whether they're in band whether they're in chorus or in drama and those have just been really special moments to be involved with that facility and all of the things that it's brought to the school system and the community. Um, we've had some famous people come through and do concerts and um, the uh, singer of a legendary song, Miss American Pie, Bye Bye Miss American Pie, Don McLean, I actually got to sit down and have dinner with him one night when he performed. And so that's, you know, that's an opportunity you don't get very often. But again, we've seen lots of students come through. The recent performance of Sound of Music by our high school and middle school kids was just incredible. And so those will be many of my favorite moments uh, taking place in the Fine Arts Center. What do you look forward to after retirement? Well, the main thing is just to slow down a little bit um, and do, I don't have any big earth shattering plans, but uh, I've got two children in LaGrange, Georgia, and I want to spend more time with them. Uh, and I've got one child who's finishing up his, his uh, schoolwork in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the University of Tennessee, and I want to spend more time with him. So spending time with family, I've got some books I want to read. I've got some yard work that I want to do. I want to go back to play in a little bit of golf. And so uh, I've got plenty of things to keep me busy. Uh, so, but again, maybe some traveling along the way. How old are they? The children? Yes. All Mary Persons graduates. My daughter is 33. Uh, my son is will be 30 this summer and he's married. So I've got a daughter-in-law as well. And my youngest son is 28. What are you going to miss from working? Well, again, missing I'll miss working with the people. Uh, I've been very fortunate to work with some great people over the years. Uh, folks in the central office that do all of the background work that make the school system run well. Um, some wonderful bus drivers that I've been able to work with over the years because I supervise transportation. Uh, folks in the kitchens uh, because I work with school nutrition and we've just got some very dedicated employees that are up early every morning cooking breakfast for all of y'all and do it every day whether it's pouring down rain freezing cold or whatever um, I've worked with some great folks in the board office uh, four superintendents over my years and so they have all been wonderful to work with and given me lots of opportunities and um, so 
I will miss working with the people. Do you know Bert, bus driver? Mm-hmm. He is the best bus driver in the whole wide world. I'll make sure that he knows that. Yes. So, very I've, good. I've had plenty. Okay. Well, he's got big competition, too, but if he's the best, he's the best. Yes. Okay. What are your days like working, and how do you hope they will look in the future? Well, things are a lot different. When I came to work for the school system 26 years ago, there was one uh, primary school that had grades kindergarten through second grade. There was an elementary school that had three through five. There was the middle school, six through eight, and the high school, nine, twelve. So we now have three elementary schools, uh, one very large middle school. Uh, we're just growing so fast that um, the work is increasing every day, and um, I think we're going to continue to grow. I believe it won't surprise me if I don't if we don't see another school sometime in the next three to five years, maybe a middle school, maybe an elementary school, and I think the high school will continue to grow. Um, we're talking about a career college academy to attach to the high school that will be specific for folks that want to learn a skill that they can take out of high school. Um, I think this production department may be a part of that, the video production and audio production. So I think we're just going to continue to grow. Um, currently my days are busy. Right now we're working on next year's budget. We're doing a lot of hiring for next year. We've got a lot of other folks like me who are retiring. And so uh, the days are busy. There's never a day that's the same as the day before. I bet. There are many, many bigger schools than Mary Persons. So, but I mean, it's getting bigger. It is continuing to grow. It's it better. Yep. The, the whole community is growing. We're getting a lot more houses built and a lot more people moving in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Do you have it, the experience you hoped for when you first began your career? Probably more than I hoped for. Um, my first career was in the newspaper business. I was the editor and publisher of the local newspaper. And so that was a very um, changing job. Again, every day was the same. When I came to the school board, I thought, uh-oh, I'm going to be in an office and I'm going to get bored. I'm not going to like doing the same thing every day. And nothing has been farther than the truth. Uh, there's always something to do never a day that I come in and wonder uh, what what am I going to do today because there's always uh, a project or something that goes on and then things that just come up during the day so it's been very interesting I've gotten to do some things that never really thought I would do um, working with the different people um, when I started to work I never imagined I would end up as an assistant superintendent I was I was the business manager and I thought that's probably where I would stay so uh, so I think the expectations have exceeded. I think that is awesome because most people don't get that. That's right. Yeah. So so you you, you know you never know what you're getting into but uh, but when when it exceeds expectations that's that's a good. What skills did you acquire from your career and was there any that you hoped to gain but didn't? Okay. Um, I don't know about gaining anything that, that I had in mind. Um, I think the opportunity, again, to work with so many different people. I've worked with students. Um, you know, every so often I get invited to go to the elementary school and do a reading, uh, you know, where, where they have folks from the community come in and read books. And so I've been in the elementary schools, I've worked in the middle schools, I've been on different committees and worked with students, I've worked with teachers. 
uh, on different projects. I've worked with school administrators. I've worked with other uh, folks from other school districts too. There are sometimes regional things that we get to do. And so the ability to work and talk and cooperate with a variety of people I think is probably the best skill. Um, you, you just, you know, you never know who you're going to work with in any profession and being able to adjust and work with different people is important, so. How did the Board of Education change since you started? Well, just like the school system, it's grown a lot. Um, when I went to work at the old Mary Persons High School, which is now the board office, uh, we only occupied half the building. And so the, the building closest to the Fine Arts Center, there was actually a wall in the hallway that closed everything off. We now occupy every office in that building. We have somebody uh, everywhere. In fact, we're kind of running out of space as we have reason to add new employees. We don't have anywhere to put them. So we've grown. The special ed department has actually moved to the annex building. Transportation moved out of our building. They're out at the bus garage now. So um, so we've, we've grown just like the system has grown. And so it's, it's a lot bigger, a lot more people. Uh, we wear a lot of hats. Just about everybody in the board office wears multiple hats. And so um, you, you do a lot of different things. But it takes more people the bigger we get. Are y'all going to expand the building or just keep? Don't know. That'll be a decision for someone else. So. Was it hard for you to come to the decision of retirement? Yeah, well, I think any time you make a life change, it's, it's hard. But, um, but this one... Uh, I've been been thinking about it for probably a year and uh, just knew it was time again to slow down a little bit and um, if you take my work with the school board and my work in the newspaper business before I've been working for 42 years and so um, I've reached a point my wife has been retired six years she was a school teacher a pre-k teacher and um, so we've got some things we would like to do and um, that that makes it a little easier decision well, thank you for talking with me today. It was You're very great. welcome, Maddie. I enjoyed it. Thank me you. Too. We wish you the best of luck in retirement. It's tough to step into a position held by the same person for a long time, but Mary Persons Principal Jim Finch says he's up to the challenge. Campbell Brown spoke with Dr. Finch about his move from principal to assistant superintendent. Welcome to MC Schools Radio. I'm here with the principal of Mary Persons, Dr. Finch. So, Dr. Finch, how long have you been principal at Mary Persons? This is my 15th year at Mary Persons. Wow, okay. So, I see that you got a promotion. So, what position are you going to be doing now? Uh, next school year, I'll be the assistant superintendent for personnel and operations. Oh, okay. And all these years that you've been principal, um, what have you learned these years? Wow. Um, being a principal, you know, there's only one of us here. Uh, I have assistant principals, but there's only one principal here. So sometimes, you know, doing the job can be kind of lonely. I'm not trying to sound like a victim or anything, but, um, you know, for me to actually um, be able to confide in anyone, it usually has to be another principal somewhere, and that's always in another school somewhere. So right. uh, that's one thing I've learned is that in order to either get validation or strength or uh, learning or something like that, typically you have to kind of talk to another principal in another school district or at least another school in, in our district in order to be able to uh, listen and learn from someone who can relate with what you're going through. Um, 
you know, and being able to deal with different personalities. There are 129 people here that work at Mary Parsons, and uh, not all of them are teachers. Uh, some of them are teachers, but uh, they all have different um, job duties and responsibilities. They all have different goals. They all have different things that they're trying to accomplish, and, and I feel like my job is to try to help them accomplish those goals, whether they're a teacher or a media specialist, assistant principal, or uh, an office staff person, or custodian, or... Uh, school nutrition, whatever it is. And so we have a lot of different areas that kind of work together in order to provide a, a school day experience for our kids every day. Right. And I know that you haven't only been a principal at Mary Persons, but other schools as well. And can you like, uh, what other schools have you been principal at? Uh, I was the principal at Rutland High School uh, just for one year. And that was mm -hmm. 2006, 2007. And then the 12 years prior to that, uh, I was at Peach County, and I was a football coach there. I was a math teacher there. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, my last two there, two years there, I was an assistant principal. Okay. So okay. I was assistant principal for two years, my last two years at, at Peach. And um, that's when I went to Rutland to be the, the principal there. And then an opening uh, became available here at Mary Persons, and I applied for it, and they gave me the job. And I've been here 15 years ever since. All right, so I know you said that you've been a principal at Rutland. So have you um, kind of used the same methods with how you work the two, operate the two different schools, or how, how do you? I think uh, pretty much. Um, you know, I have found out that high school kids are pretty much high school kids wherever you go. Right. Um, they all want um, people to pay attention to them. They all want people to support them. They all want people to celebrate when they do very good. Mm -hmm. They actually want discipline in their lives and they're, they're looking for that. Um, you know, and some kids actually need more discipline than others. Some come from a home that has been provided with a, a rigid, dis, rigid discipline plan or um, high expectations. Uh, but some of our kids come here with from a home that has low expectations. And so right. we have to show them you can actually perform a lot better than what maybe has been expected out of you. And I'm not being critical of anyone, right. but I'm just saying when people come in here, they come from all different walks of life. And I have found that uh, teenage kids are teenage kids. It doesn't matter where you are. And they can behave just as well as you make them behave. They can do schoolwork as well as you make them do schoolwork. They, yeah. can, they can perform in athletics and fine arts as, as, uh, as well as you raise the expectations. And so we really wanted to raise the level of expectations for academics, for behavior, right. for competition in athletics, mm -hmm. uh, for performance in fine arts, uh, for winning uh, club activities, and, uh, and our teachers have really done that here. And that's probably one of the things I've been most proud about is, uh, uh, is, is that we have a lot of state championship yeah. caliber programs here more than we, we used to have. And yeah. uh, whether that's you know, the trio just won um, state, state in girls' yeah, trio. Right. Uh, you know, we just won state in FFA. We just won state in, um, you know, competition cheer. Yeah, wrestling champion. Year. We had a wrestling champion. Right. We just won spirit cheer this year. Those were not activities that were going on. I'm not saying it's because of me. Right. Yeah. But those were not activities that were going on 15 years ago. That's us true. like that. And so I just want people to understand that, uh, Mary Persons is more than just a football, basketball, or baseball mm -hmm. school. And we're still good in those sports. Right. But we have so much more that we can offer students that uh, may not be a basketball player. They right. might not be a baseball player or football player. You can actually be someone that is a choral performer, and you can still compete at the 
at the state level. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, you know all about that. You, yeah. you do a lot of right. stuff. You do cheer here for us. You do track. And uh, that's a good outlet for you, but not everybody's a track athlete. Yeah, that's not, not everybody can be as fast as Campbell Brown. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And with this new position, what are you like looking forward to? I know you're probably sad. I mean, you've been principal here for so long, but you know sometimes you have to move on. But what are you most looking forward to with your new position? Well, uh, I don't know enough about it to be quite honest with you. To say I just you're know right. it's an assistant superintendent <laughs> position that works out of the central office, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really love uh, human resources, mm -hmm. and that's um, you know onboarding personnel or helping train personnel. Uh, I love doing that part. I love recruiting for Mary Persons High School, and oh, so now yeah. I'll be able to recruit for the whole district. Uh, and when I say recruit, I mean recruit uh, teachers and uh, administrators and people like that. Right. Uh, so I really love that. I love budget. And I love finance, and that's going to also be up under me. Um, the other things that I like to do is uh, is uh, improve facilities, and that'll be up under uh, me as well. Yes. And then uh, transportation and school nutrition. We have the best school nutrition and transportation of um, any district I've ever been in. And so um, I'm really proud of, of all the stuff that our school nutrition staff and our transportation has been able to do since, uh, since I've been here. And so I'll continue to work to try to make those better. But if I had to choose... Probably, uh, you know, human resources and finance are probably going to be my most favorite parts of the right. job. And this is a question just for fun, and it'll be the last question, but how long do you plan to work before you retire? Well, um, <laughs> this is my 28th year, and so I could actually retire in two years. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I've got two kids in college. I've got yeah. one that's graduating uh, in May. Kennedy graduates on May 9th. Uh, Jimbo is uh, finishing up his sophomore year, so he'll be a junior, but I also have two uh, elementary ones. school yeah. kids. So I've got uh, Carly's <laughs> in the fifth grade and Max yeah. is in the third, and so oh. next year they'll be in the fourth and sixth. I don't know if I'll still work in, in education until Max graduates. Cool. Um, if I do, that'll be nine more years. Yeah, you got, so you got a while. So I'll with 37, but um, I'm 51 right now, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I feel like I can easily do 10 more years if I need to do 10 more years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see where it, where it takes me. Um, you know, I love being in school buildings, so next year is going to be a little bit weird. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. I mean, you know how I interact with kids. And, yeah. uh, you know, hall change and lunch and uh, beginning of school and end of school, probably some of my favorite times because I actually get to uh, speak to our students a little bit more. Right. And uh, and I'm, I'm being able to do it in a more positive way instead of, you know, nine times out of ten when they have to come into my office, it's usually a negative experience. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, out in the classrooms and on the ball fields and at the track and in the fine arts center and in the hallways, those are more positive interactions that I know I'm going to miss next year. Right. And uh, the people that I've talked to that have moved from being a principal to the central office a hundred percent of them have said the thing you're gonna miss the most is just interacting with the students. Right. And um, I'll have to find some way to to uh, fill that void. When yeah. Yeah, you will. But office. it's all good. It will be all good. <laughs> so thank you so much, and I hope you have a good day. All right. Thanks, Kim. Good luck, Dr. Fetch. We can't wait to see how your first year goes. Payroll clerk Pandy Horton spent many years making sure Monroe County employees are paid on time. But this summer, she's retiring from the central office. Faith Jones spoke with Ms. Horton about her plans for retirement. Hey everyone, my name is Faith Jones from MPTV, and today I'm speaking with Ms. Pandy Horton, who is retiring from the Monroe County Board of Education. 
So our first question is, what made you want to work for the Board of Education? My children. They were, um, my oldest was in sixth grade and my youngest was in fourth grade when I came to work here and we wanted the same schedule as far as holidays. How long did you work at the Board of Education? I've been here 18 years, May 1st. Oh, that's a long time. What do you think the most important lesson you've learned from your time at the board? Um, that people come and go. You can always learn something new and that you should always treat others with kindness, respect, and give some grace. You never know what a person's going through and why they react the way they do. Um, and the other one is really important to me. It's when you make a mistake, own it, apologize, and do your put your best effort forward to correct the mistake and make amends. Life's too short not to be kind. So some may not know, but what exactly do you do as a member of the board? <laughs> I'm responsible for the payroll office. That includes uh, setting up new employees, um, making sure everybody gets paid, making sure all their paperwork is entered into the system correctly. I enter all the salaries. Um, we have 24 pay periods a year. Um, I pay about 793 full and part-time people throughout the year. Some are just summer and some are just during school. Um, it, the monthly payroll is around 2.7 million a month and it's $32 million a year. What advice would you give to someone who is new to the board? Um, the only thing constant is change and just roll with the changes. Expect the unexpected. Uh, look at your long-term picture. Uh, teacher's retirement um, is one of the very best retirement plans around. And most of the time when we're young, we don't think about retirement pay when we first start to work, but stick with it and don't give up. What are you looking forward to most in your new retirement? Um, not living tied to a payroll calendar. <laughs> I've done that for so long. I, I'm sure it's going to take a minute for me to unlearn that pattern. But we plan to travel and I hope one day to be a Nana. Um, I have a long list of places I want to see. And um, one of the things that I want to see the most is I follow a Facebook page that's South Walton Turtle Watch. and. I hope to be at the beach when a turtle nest mm -hmm. hatches. I want to see the little turtles crawl Aww. to the ocean. What are you going to miss most from working at the board? The people, my work family. Okay. Well, that's all for us today, but thank you for speaking with us and congratulations on your new retirement. Thank you. Good luck in retirement. We hope you finally get the chance to see those turtles hatch. Monroe County is looking for millionaires. Millionaire readers, that is. Media specialist Aaron Carr explains what a Monroe Millionaire is and how a student can qualify. What is the Millionaire Readers Program? Um, the Millionaire Reader Program is basically a way to recognize students who have read one million words or more throughout the school year. We use the Accelerated Reader Program and the test taken for students to track the words that they've read. And to be able to be recognized as a Millionaire Reader, students need to have an average of above 80% correct throughout the year and also along with their million words. I've actually done something similar at my old school. We were all congratulated for one million words. It's pretty good and effective at getting kids to read. How does this program help students? Well, I think that it gives us the ability to recognize students for their high achievement. 
I mean, also motivate students to read and to take tests on books. I think sometimes, especially some higher level students may just read, but not necessarily test on the book, but having that recognition helps them to do that. Um, also, the more you read, the course they're gonna be better readers and be better students. And um, just expanding students' vocabulary, helping them with reading strategies and just motivating their peers also, because as these students are reading more and more books, they are recommending them to their peers. Yeah, that's what my friend used to do when we would, or we would like compete and try to read a million words in one school year. Yeah, it was fun. So um, like to ask your student, what she likes about the program. Um, well, I like how we get to be recognized on our wall with our picture and then our name. And then I like how we get to do these fun activities at the end of the school year. Yeah, it sounds like fun. I think it's good that you're recognizing them for it. So um, do you feel like the students enjoy the program? Um, I think so. This is the sixth year. This is my eighth year at Hubbard, but this is my sixth year doing a big celebration for our millionaire readers at the end of each year. We do a secret special field trip that the kids don't know about and just something extra for them. And also we have a wall outside of the cafeteria that tracks their progress. Every 100,000 words they read, their name moves up the wall. And when they reach a million words, their picture goes onto the wall. So that's something that they can see and their peers can see. Yeah, I think those are really good ideas and should really help get kids reading. So um, what are you hoping this program achieves? Well, I'm hoping that as students see other students getting recognized, they'll want to do the same thing so that they'll they'll read more. And again, anytime a student reads more, it, it's just going to benefit them in the long run. I'm becoming more rounded, well-rounded students, increasing the vocabulary, increasing their reading stamina. That's that's a big thing is, is reading stamina. Our kids are great at reading picture books, but sustaining reading through longer chapter books to get to that million words, because that's um, it, it's a lot of books to get there, to get to a million. Um, so I just I just want our students to be motivated to read. And again, uh, recommending books to their peers, even to their teachers, just seeing them get exciting, excited about reading. Um, I just all of that. I just want to continue. I can definitely say from my past experience, it definitely helped me become a better reader. In fact, I think one year I read up to two million words. We've got Three one readers. student in the school who's edging up on 3 million. Oh, wow. Got another one who's at two million. And then uh, we've got total right now about 12 who are over a million, um, which is good. a good number. It's about an average number for us. I think when I used to do it, I think we had one student that got over 3 million. But I remember feeling really good about getting the 2 million. Oh. Absolutely. It, it would have never have been me. I was not a reader in school. So I love seeing these kids reaching those goals and uh, they get excited too. They, they want to tell me, hey, I got to my million words today. And we usually also announce their names over the intercom when they get to that point. Um, so we just, we try to make it a big celebration. Um, so hopefully other kids will be motivated to want to do it. And this year, uh, the school board is actually coming in and they're giving medals to all of our students who reach women words. I remember all I got was a t-shirt. <laughs> a t-shirt is cool too, but, and that's, our, our students never know. My first year doing it, um, we did, uh, had a limo actually come to the school and they went up to Grits and had lunch and then went to Dairy Queen and had some dessert. We've gone to Pinstrikes one year. Um, last year with COVID, since we couldn't go on a field trip, we did a VIP breakfast 
and we had a parent volunteer come in and cook everything you could think of and they could eat until they were stuffed. And so we just always try to do something different that we know that the kids will enjoy outside of what they get in a normal school year. Yeah, so I think this definitely sounds like a good program and is definitely helping the students. So um, thanks for your time and I think that's all. Great, anytime, thank you so much. Thank you. As of right now, we have more than 100 millionaires in our elementary and middle schools, and that number is growing daily. Great job, kids. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.